Ready on the roar. Can he get enough on Pollard? 77 minutes, and the box have not been in front for all of that. Pollard, from 49 back, in the heaviest of conditions. Pollard, for the lead. Pollard sends it, sends it, sends it, sends it through! South Africa, take the lead! 14 Wow, that's unbelievable from Andre Pollard. Sweet as you like. For two weeks in a row, he's gone from deep. England playing to stay alive. Ford tips on Vunapola. It spits out. It's lost. Is that the moment? Is that the play? A South Africa through. Yes, they are. Tears of joy for the box. Yeah, there it was, the moment. Andre Pollard's match-winning kick and then the final desperate play from England resulting in a knock-on. South Africa have won a thrilling second Rugby World Cup semi-final at the Stade de France in Paris on Saturday night, Sunday morning, Australian time. The win puts South Africa through to their fourth Rugby World Cup final. Brett McKay with you for the Raw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate, powered by ASICS. And I'm joined by my regular Raw Rugby podcast co-host, Harry Jones, not at the Stade de France, and our favourite South African YouTuber, Rian Lowe, for the instant reaction to the second semi-final of Rugby World Cup 2023. To recap, England 15 have lost to South Africa in the 78th minute, 16-15, the box get up in Paris. On Saturday, Argentina went down to New Zealand 44-6 in the first semi-final. How are we feeling, boys? How are we feeling? (laughs) 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 You are are not at the start of France, Harry. You are in an, an undisclosed location somewhere deep in the French Alps. Uh, and you are literally outdoors right now because you've been causing a ruckus where you've been staying. Be- yes, I got kicked out of a bar tonight and then also my hotel. But um, <laughs> listen, I actually traded my, semifi- <laughs> my, my semifinal tickets for grand final tickets <laughs> because I had this game in the bag. And I was looking like the biggest hairy doers in the world for the better part of 75 <laughs> minutes until Ox... No. Came in and that. saved me. More than that, mate. You you <laughs> you took until I would say that kick was halfway on its way before you were home. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I got, I'm going to go to the Alps. I'm going to I'm going to de- detox. I'm going to hike every day. It was beautiful out here. And then, oh my word, I was just thinking, <laughs> I am going to be famously stupid from now on. Yeah. Riyad, how how are you coping back there in Joburg? Oh, I'm considering changing my daughter's name to Ox. Maybe I can make it a middle name. <laughs> uh, I'm I, I trying to figure out if that would be expensive or laborious or something because oh, for what was it, 75 minutes until we called that scrum, I was ready to have the worst Sunday of my life. Uh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But saved by the scrum as we always seem to be and we live to fight another week at least, at the yeah. very least. 
yeah, we certainly we certainly do. We are somewhat back to the original instant reaction format, just covering the one game again this week. Our immediate post-match thoughts on what we've just seen in Paris. We'll all come up with the headline summary of the game. We'll go through them, and then we'll move to stocks rising and falling, and then we'll take a first look at next week's final between New Zealand and South Africa. So let's get into it with some with some headlines, and I'll kick this off. Boys, because, I mean, you're probably still trying to think of something, and that is simply to say box kick England out of World Cup final. Yes! I'll I'll, I'll admit (laughs) that's a slight play on what it started life as. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine what the other words were, yeah. (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly right. And, I mean, look, it was was always going to be kicking night, wasn't it? The, The... the rain coming down on kickoff and then got heavier um, after mm-hmm. half time as well. Yeah. Like by, probably by the 45, 50 minute mark, you could actually see it coming down on TV. So it was awfully wet. It was always going to be kicking night. And so it did always feel like it was going to be a match winning kick like that. It was just a matter of who was going to kick it. Were you surprised at, Oh, maybe surprise isn't the word. It felt like the rain brought England back into this game. Is that how you two saw it? It was yeah. a proper English summer's day. Yeah. It was nothing out <laughs> yeah. of the ordinary. Every one of those yeah. boys has grown up with that being about five of the seven days that yeah. they've lived. Yeah. So I, I think they just immediately knew how to play Leicester Tiger, uh, mm. keep the ball in front of their forwards. Uh, yeah, and as Rian said, until basically the scrum, the scrum never matters until it does, right? And yeah. then suddenly it mattered a lot. <laughs> and you yeah. see the English going, we don't want to scrum, we don't want to scrum. And then it was yeah. like, no, we can make you scrum now. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. How did no, you- for me, it was, it was. I actually think it's a useless factoid. I know that Paris is wetter than London. It rains there more often. So, mm. um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I knew there was going to be a game at some point in this tournament that was going to be decided by rain. And I've always had the, the maintained the thought that uh, three points in rain is five points in dry weather. So uh, every yes. single Good thinking that yes. Owen Farrell put over, I thought that's another try. That's another try. That's another try in a, in a dry game. So <sighs> the fact that we couldn't get and he just kept taking it um, and running it back, and they had the, the guys cleaning the ruck. It was infuriating most of the game. We, I think we, we brought Daly to catch the ball twice, and he knocked it both times. So it was mostly just mm. a night of punching my desk and saying, why are you kicking to Stuart? And every penalty you give away is another <laughs> try scored. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, what, what, were your, what were your headlines, Harry? What have you got? Saved by the skin of their oxtail underpants. Sorry, but you, it's a really it's a strange one. But I, I'm are you talking about the box, or you or you yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my underpants were having a really it was a stressful night, and I then bet. ox ox came on and he made oxtail soup out of that mess. So hmm. I, I before the match, I actually had tweeted out. I can prove it. I said, there's one guy who might change things here, and it's going to be Ox. And sure enough, it was Ox. Yeah. With yeah. a very helpful hand by Andre Pollard. Yeah, no doubt at all. No doubt. He was, he was incredible. Uh, Rian, a headline? Well, I, I had uh, the, my, you can tell this was a different headline. It was uh, nearly <laughs> kicked to death by a caterpillar because 
capitalism <laughs> lost the feet. And you yeah. saw many of those caterpillar rugs tonight. It was just impossible to get to the nine. And then um, I think my less catchy one is Ox, name your price. Because I don't yeah. think there is a club or owner or coach in the world that would not write him a blank check and say, come play for us. Why don't you? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, that man for me is now the most valuable rugby player on the planet. Which probably leads us nicely into stocks rising, and, and you two have already let off pretty comfortably with the with the with the biggest one of the two. Keep keep going. Who else? Who else do you need to rave about? Um, I would say um, it's between Faf and Pollard. You know, experience yeah. counts, and being able to control a game like that when it's wet. It's all nice to have Lebok and Reinach when when the running is on, but when it yeah. gets to a game like that, you need the man you can tell. We're 50 meters out, put that over, we get back to the kickoff and we and we go again. And mm. that's Pollard. And also, we need someone to clear from the base of a ruck and we know the ball's not going to go up or backwards, That which is what <laughs> Reinach often does. Yes. It will go out exactly where we want it to be and that's that's far for you. So, no, those, yeah, those we need, guys you, you need the eight iron instead of the, you know, over your shoulder Phil Mickelson lob. wedge shot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but even so like Pollard, Pollard's kick—you you mentioned you mentioned eight iron. Pollard's kick was just your your real crisp low four iron, wasn't it? Like there was mm. no mm. swing right to left. Just it was just bang out low out, yeah. straight through. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely, absolutely nailed them. Uh, Harry, who'd you have? Uh, so I always try on the rising to see if they were not before that, you know, high. So I would say. Yeah. Pollard, I think, had been, you know, he had a kind of a yeah. chastening uh, World mm. Cup where he had to sit out and then he had to wait and then he had to sort of be the good boy waiting outside, you know. Had, had, to, had to learn how to play like, hooker. Yeah, so I think so they, that, that, that's definitely, Andre definitely showed up and just a steely determination how he took over, I think, uh, the team talks and the huddles. He was really the one emoting and getting everyone straight, looking in their eyes and telling them what to do. It also was Lester Tiger weather for him too, so I think it helped. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, RG Sneiman, uh here, yeah. baby, just he seemed to be like uh, head and soldiers above everyone, literally, but also figuratively, in that he saw things, he had time, he had offloads, and then that try where he left a very difficult touchdown, right? Um, yes, yes, had, had a lot twist, of work to do. And then, yeah, just that that's, looked like a held up monster coaching yeah. for me. Eh? Yeah, the monster <laughs> yeah. guys know how to burrow over from. The yeah, right it's not well. a bad shout. Yeah. And he, yeah. like he, there was a, there was a method to it. He he yeah. went in front on, it. deliberately took the hit and then yeah. flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. really really good technique. I, I I had Pollard Pollard straight away. That's the obvious one. I had Faf de Klerk and not. Faf Duplessis, as I called him last week, inadvertently. <laughs> talk about <laughs> well, a cricket as well, if you want. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure he's been a good halfback at his time, but no, not Faf Duplessis. Faf Duplessis. I, I, I like the way that Faf just controlled the speed of the ruck, the speed of the scrum. He worked out when they needed to go quick, when they needed to hold, when he needed to hold it in there a bit. He just, when England threatened to get on a bit of a roll, he just knew when to slow things down, knew when to speed things up as well. So he was he was really, really good. I wrote Dion Fury in there as well. Oh, yeah. he came yeah, well carried, yes. carried well um, carried job. well off the back of the line out. Um he carried well in 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 oh, I was I was still waiting for the point that Bongi gets the gets the call and and, and Fury goes forward, but they they never did it. Uh, Bongi went 80 minutes and 
Faree just carried well, tackled superbly, um, played like that extra extra man on the on the ball. You know, he's always been able to. On that one trick play, Dion Faree could have dummied Danny Kerr and actually yeah. taken him to the house. And, I think if he just yeah, held on to it. Yeah, and he yeah. very yeah. nearly got there. The the, the yeah. phase before Augie Stamen uh, scored. That yeah, was a free, ferocious free, carry. Free. That ca- that carry had <laughs> yeah. some special spice on it. That was like yeah. Perry, 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 Perry. Let's go! Yeah, Absolutely. you could tell those guys hadn't been as knackered by the French game as as the starters, because even and all those guys, we would think they would be hitting rucks and hurting people. There was parity, yeah. and even even the English forwards were actually George Martin of England. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen a man hit that hard. Yeah, big it was game, insane. Big game. Yeah. Um, I mean. We we raved about England's back row last week, but again, Laws, Curry, Earl were probably their best three on the field again. I mean, and Farrell was was excellent in his kick game, yeah. right? But those three, like Laws and Curry, particularly this week, were just just extraordinary for England, and, and they were probably the difference between them them getting through. And I, you mentioned even it's a bit there, Rian. I was. Um, and there was a little bit of surprise in the commentary team when he was hooked after forty five minutes, but. He even battled to get off the field, and he'd, mm. he'd only just been back on for five minutes after halftime. So yeah, he was just absolutely cooked, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's carrying a knee injury. Like he, yeah, he literally, is he's, he's like he's yeah. been carrying one for a couple of weeks. And I think yeah. there was a moment there where they just said someone's going to have to carry us home. But if we're going to be in the final final, we want you. Yeah, yeah. we need you there. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I can imagine it'd be a pretty light uh, training week for the for the box this week. Conversely, um, there will be some some stocks falling and there'll be i'm sure now there'll be a discussion as to whether pollard starts in in front of libok next week or do they i don't know maybe they do bring libok off just before halftime again i he was the i thought he was the one whose stocks probably fell a fair chunk tonight what did you guys have who did you think uh, for me not so much libok i think that's a style of play issue and yeah. I think with the All Blacks, you could even see it flipped around, Pollard starting and Lubbock coming to finish it. I don't know. Yeah. But for me, it was the stocks falling were the, the constant refrain uh, about pool par- uh, the pool inequity, the draw, mm. and um, how it was yeah. you know, just runovers. I think that was never wise to say that about an English team coached by Steve Borthwick yeah. with um, you know, 10, 12, 13 guys that had played in World Cup semis before yeah. finals. That just and, seemed and unlikely in this weather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi-finals tend to be this type of affair. We we we've almost been watching strange rugby, like six tries yeah. in the first half against France. I mean, so that's supposed to happen. So we, yeah. I I think that all that kind yeah. of chatter about like just sweep them aside. I think that was disrespectful to England. I don't think the box did it. By the way, I think the box were always very respectful of England. But I'd say that kind of mentality of constantly yeah. harping on oh, pool D is going to fade away. I mean, obviously England is not a poor team, and and no. I think the because the biggest stock falling for me from that, by the way, sorry, long lead up is Eddie <laughs> Jones. Eddie Jones, because yeah. Eddie, Eddie, that's basically your team. Yeah, and someone took it, I think, farther than you would have. Mm. Yeah, it's a good shout. It's a good shout, Rian. Who you have? Oof, um, I've. You, I almost don't want to say Corvus Reinach again, the same as Lebok. Um, <laughs> the weather doesn't really suit what they were trying to do. Maybe it was the selectors for picking that team, yeah. knowing that this was going to be the weather, you know, trying to do a yeah. game plan that's that relies on not only those crossfield kicks, knowing that Stewart is there, 
um, and not even trying to draw him out of position, but also having those guys who've never played semifinals in this type of weather against an English side, we know mm. will be up for it. I think you would have probably rather picked the guys who are more experienced. Yeah, but yeah. We'll never know. That's always a hindsight thing, you know. Yeah, and uh, and I haven't asked you, Rion, but I'm assuming you're like me. I didn't love the brandy tweets of Rossi, and I didn't I didn't like his energy going into this match. I think he needs to have a nice long sleep. You know, just calm mm. down, Rossi. It's okay. Just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's when this case gets in. You see, he starts sitting a bit longer on the toilet. You know, people should be knocking on the door. You know, Rossi, <laughs> wait five minutes. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Are you all right? Like, do we need some fiber? Uh, yeah. Look, it, it, it will be. It will be interesting because we really actually haven't seen a lot of wet weather football in this tournament. This mm. was really the first wet weekend. Um, and and not even not even yesterday. So this was really the first really wet game. So uh, it'll be. I haven't to admit I haven't looked at the weather forecast for Paris next weekend, but it will be interesting to see what the box selectors do because there would be an argument to keep the halves exactly as they are, starting and and, and finishing, and, and having Pollard on at the end when penalties are going to be important. But equally, there would be a, a strong case for starting him and letting him kick how far in front. So he was the difference between the two teams uh, tonight. And and here he is uh, speaking to uh, Louise Ransom on the world feed after claiming the men of the match tonight. Andre, huge congratulations. Uh, just personally, from your own point of view, to make it through to the Rugby World Cup final after all you've been through over the last few years. Tell me your emotions right now. Um, it's, it's unbelievable. It's uh... A lot of relief in this moment, and now it's just, yeah, it was frustrating. We wanted our best tonight, first place we had first half. We, we knew we, have, we know there's so much more to give, and we just we just couldn't get there. But fair play to England. I think they put us under pressure in exactly the right area, so credit to them. But geez, the fight the boys showed, never giving up. It's, it's what we stand for as a, as a team and as a nation, and it's unbelievable. You were brought on early in the game. What goes through your mind in that situation when you know the pressure's on and you have to make that immediate impact? Yeah, no, it's a, we stuck to our plan. It's just, uh, we just maybe had to execute a little bit better here and there. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just take it play by play, minute by minute. You can't look too far into the future in these kind of games. So yeah, took it play by play. It took us a long time, but uh, we got it done. And key moments uh, in the back end of that game, that kick down uh, to then eventually score the try and then that kick, that penalty to win the game. Tell me about that and, and what was going through your mind then? No, it's, it's amazing. It's, um, it's I just... Firstly, the scrum penalty, the boys. We always tend to forget that, but that's what got us the opportunity. It's just credit to them, they were unbelievable. And then, um, yeah, it's a big moment, but uh, that's what you live for as a rugby player on this stage, to have moments like that as a fly off, it's what you live for. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Hugely impressive win, congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, a quick recap to yesterday, guys. Um, New Zealand 44 beating Argentina pretty comfortably in, in Paris. And that becomes interesting then thinking about next week um you would think that new zealand are going to go into the final now a whole lot fresher than uh, than, than the box will so i don't know how did, how did you see new zealand what do you what do you think what do you think they tweak anything for next week they look scary <laughs> i don't know i don't know what else to say they look very very scary yeah. they look like the all blacks used to look you know like yeah un untouchable yeah, yeah. they're yeah. scoring at well flying around and you know i just they were just playing like like uh you know it, it just seemed like to me 
that whatever has been building is here now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be- it's hard to believe that the Twickenham match between these two teams was what only two months ago. Yeah, yeah that's a really good shout. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's well, it's hard to believe that that England losing to Fiji was two months also, minus yeah. a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But England, so England got like just built through the tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, Whereas it seemed like the All Blacks start out the tournament with almost a new low, which is you know losing the opening match didn't it didn't look like they were really in it either at the end. So, ah, uh, yeah, it was it, to me. It's been um, a ticking time bomb. I guess that's what I feel like. It's a ticking time yeah. bomb. Now I don't know. In the Foster era, All Blacks have not really put together four matches in a row that have been good. So maybe that's that's the one thing. <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> Nobody beats us four times in a row. <laughs> you're you're heading into Australian territory there, mate. Yeah, like, some, something, yeah, yeah something, that, that something. looks scary. But we are what the you... underdogs again, right? So that's the key. Yeah, oh, I that's would a, say that's that. very quick claim. We, the underdogs. That's, that's what this game was supposed to do. It's, we we <laughs> we're supposed to make ourselves look weak. Not even thirty minutes ago, and we're claiming the under, underdog <laughs> tag. That's got to be record time. What do you what do you based on what we've seen? This weekend from, from both teams, Rian, what's your immediate thoughts of what we might see next weekend? Um, I hope we see our box in uh, massage parlors and jacuzzis and <laughs> <laughs> every type of recovery thing you can because we we are a good side even at 80%, but to beat that all-black side, you need to be at 100%. The, yeah. We know the top 2% at this level matters. Um, if you're late to a clean-out, if you're allowing the all-blacks to have two or three quick rucks in a row, you are gone. So we really need to figure out how to lift our energy after this match. That was very draining for me. Um, yeah. I don't know how they feel. Uh, I know at least we do like... New Zealand, I think half of Russ's issue is he really does not like the English. So yeah. <laughs> and that kind of poisons yeah. the whole side, I think, uh, where we do actually genuinely like, or, you know, it's a bit of a cliche, our New Zealand brothers or frenemies, you know. So yeah. that should hopefully generate more of an exciting vibe in the camp so that we can yeah. just get ourselves up and ready for, for this. Because this all-black side is, mm-hmm. they look like Jason Ryan has got them the forwards going and the back line is also now really and, looking sharp. And Joe Schmidt's thrown a bit of the pixie dust over the top yeah, of the wall. Yeah, we'll come together. Yeah. Harry, you, you mentioned Eddie Jones there before, and I think the bonus stocks rising out of this weekend is absolutely Ian Foster. Yeah. And it's actually so. hard to believe that in eight days' time, he'll be unemployed. And I, yeah. I, I'll be curious to see how long that lasts for because surely he got to, he's got to keep coaching somewhere. Surely. And I, w- I wonder if that helped in a way. You know, you just have such a yeah uh, time. You know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. doing. You're not even thinking about tomorrow. Um, yeah. So, but I think this game coming up is all about matchups. The whole tournament has been matchup driven, in which some teams match up better than others with others, and it's style based. You know, these two teams, uh, even if you throw Australia in the mix, they're built to play each other for a hundred years. So yeah. they're always thinking about each other. There's always that flip side of like yeah their pack and our backs and all that so yeah. it, to me the box will play better they will play better against all blacks than they played against england uh and then the all blacks i think will you know bring their best as well so for me for all the naysayers this is one of a special treat you know we had some of the three of the best matches people have ever seen which was southern uh, south africa 
it was France, South Africa, and then New Zealand, uh, Ireland. Ireland, yeah. Why, why wouldn't this one also be that? Oh, it will That's be. All I'll say. It will be. Yeah. It'll, it'll yeah. absolutely be up there. There's no, there's no question about that. The interesting thing about it, and, and you talk about the rivalry, and 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 both South Africa and New Zealand have always spoken about the special rivalry, is that this would only be the second time. They've yeah. faced each other in the final, wouldn't it? 95, yeah. 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 So we need yeah. to figure out to use the caterer at the New Zealand Hotel now. Funnily <laughs> <laughs> yeah. enough, that's not the first time I've heard about the catering inquiries being made <laughs> this weekend. So look, it will be it will be interesting. It will be interesting. How are you guys going to be this week? Very excited. Much I more think. excited. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I had an uneasy feeling about this one because of my ticket switch. You, this time I'm like, you know, win or lose, I'm going in hot. I'm just going to go yeah. in with like a happy, happy mind, ready mm. for anything. But I, but losing to England is like just ramming your face into like a window or something. It's like you just want to <laughs> die. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to lose to England. I, I can I handle the, all black loss. Yeah, I, I yeah. detected some, some unease for you, Harry, because you've gone unusually quiet in the last two days. I, yeah, I, I, we, I, I didn't see we messaged, we messaged <laughs> a lot, generally speaking, but you have gone very quiet in these these last two days. I was so. in the cold mountains. I was in cold plunges. I was having cold water thrown on me. Yeah, I was. I was. I was yeah. with the wolves. I was with the wolves. <laughs> yeah, you put your poor photographer. Copying it yet again. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. I, I can imagine that there will be, uh, I, think, I think workload management is going to be the two magic words out of both camps this week. Um, there'll be uh, there'll be a lot of guys that just sort of walk laps and kick footballs around at training this week. A lot, of the, a lot of the word respect. Oh, we respect yes, them so much. Absolutely. Respect absolutely. and rivalry. There are a lot um, of those two words are going to be flying. But equally, I can imagine that Pollard and, and Libok and I can imagine Mwanga and Bowden Barrett and Geordie Barrett will be kicking balls off tees until mm. they are dreaming about it. And, and drop, drop goals, goals, which are worth Lots six yeah. points. Which are, they're yeah. worth six points in the rain. Well, we, we have <laughs> that, that drop goal of Farrell's. When was that? That was, oh, the, that was, that was, that was that a was good, good. one. Third, 54th minute. I felt right there. <laughs> 45, 46 minutes out, and mm. that, that, I must admit, I was thinking, well, they haven't the box haven't seen that coming. Like, is this actually is this actually a moment? It, yeah, it, a, 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 a small part of my intestine actually moved to the wrong place when it happened. <laughs> like, I, I, I felt it. I was like, oh no, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I saw I saw Owen turn, and he just looked like. What did you think I was going to do? Yeah, was very, yeah. very smug. I was like, oh, "God, pretty good." Yeah, just absolutely <laughs> nailed it, didn't he? But they've they've come through in the end. The box will have all the fallout um, from this remarkable semi final today, tomorrow, and throughout the week on the raw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate. <laughs> I'm so glad tomorrow is Sunday, not a work day. The home of all your favourite Rugby World Cup analysis, opinions and deep breaths of relief, as you've just heard from my two co-hosts. Thanks so much for your company. Harry and I will be back on Wednesday morning Australian time for the Rugby World Cup final edition of the Raw Rugby Podcast, powered by ASICS, where we look a bit deeper into both semifinals, but we will be previewing next weekend's blockbuster final.